2: In this episode pulled from the Higher Balance archives, Eric sits down with a group of students to share his interpretation of the song Salisbury Hill by Peter Gabriel. He dedicated this song to the year
0: 2008, but the lyrics still hold the same impact today. Be inspired as Eric shares the common path of a navigator and the choices they make along the way.
1: Enjoy. We're
2: talking about Salisbury Hill by Peter Gabriel which is the 2008 dedicated song that I have chosen for the year for us. doesn't mean there's not other songs that I, I don't like out there, or that I do like others. It's just that this is, I think, is going to be the song for the year.
1: Okay, it starts off, Climbing up on Salisbury Hill, I could see the city light.
2: Okay, I'm just going to stop you there. Yep. Um, for many of my students, one of my MOs was often to take them out into the desert california or wherever we lived and usually take them to some isolated place and to you know just kind of talk where i knew that we were a bit isolated away from from the city or from people and then you know i would go into my thing uh it reminds me a little bit of when he had his experiences up there and you know he had his doubts and whatever but go ahead.
1: wind was blowing time stood still eagle flew out of the night
2: Okay, so stop. So time stood still and everything. That's that's almost like me talking. When, when it says eagle flew out from the night, that's when you're, you're the teacher, the part of me came out that was, was like, whoa, you know, Eric's getting really deep all of a sudden, or the conversation's just taking a, a deeper level of conversation. And it's like to say, you know, a crow often represents something dark or mystical. You know what I'm saying? An eagle is very... Majestic. It's something very beautiful. So you know, in the in, in sense that I, at least I see myself as a good person, and to me, eagle, you know, you know, it represents that part of me coming out now. Okay, go ahead.
1: He was something to observe. Came in close. I heard a voice. So stop. So that's
2: he was something to observe. You guys are like looking at me, going, you know, what do I make of this person? You know, what is he saying to me? You know, like you, you know. That obviously I'm about ready to to like reveal something to you and, and you may or may not be ready for it, but you know, I think that when you're with me and I'm especially in that zone, of course you've met me knowing that I'm like this psychic or this spiritual person or something. You know, you know now all of a sudden everything's changing. Something something's happening right now, and that's what that kind of refers to. So back up and read read that whole thing down to that again.
1: He was something to observe, came in close, I heard a voice.
2: And that would be me talking. Came in close means you're paying attention. All of a sudden, what I'm saying is grasping your attention, and it's also spiritual. It's moving something into you. Is how I perceive it. Good.
1: Standing, stretching every nerve. Had to listen. Had no choice.
2: So stop. So you're intrigued by what I'm saying. Your your sensory is being pushed. Something's pushing your sensory, meaning spiritually. You're learning on that level from me. That's more than just words. But he's acknowledging that his his sensory is like being pushed. But you know he can feel. It. He's he's realizing it. Go ahead.
1: I did not believe the information. I just had to trust my imagination. So
2: stop there. So the information is, you know, here I'm telling you about other dimensions and vortexes and that you're not who you think you are and you're a navigator and you're from this other world and God knows whatever I'm teaching. And it's like, you know, you're not, not believing it. It's just like, you know, Eric, you know, saying that, you know, he he was like, okay, I'm going to prove this guy a fake and whatever. And imagination meaning, okay, I'm going to try to go with and hear what this guy has to say and let, let my mind try to follow it.
1: Okay. My heart going boom, boom, boom.
2: Stop. Boom, boom, boom means is this really happening? Like, this is intense. This is not some mundane, boring person. Like, you're, you're starting to realize you're starting to get excited, nervous. Like, you know in your heart you've been looking for this your whole life. And now all of a sudden you think Maybe this is real. What is that? that your adrenaline? It's your excitement of of I think I just met probably the most amazing person in my life. But that's that boom, 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 like like there's something happening right now. The realization of that. Good.
1: Son, he said, grab your things. I've come to take you home.
2: So in other words, son, grab your things. It means mentally prepare yourself because you're no longer going to be here. I'm ta- I'm going to teach you. I'm going to become your teacher. I'm going to take you home through my knowledge, through my teachings. I'm going to complete you. I always speak about being incomplete, that when people say that they feel something empty in their life, and it's not having a relationship, it's not having money, it's not having... There's nothing that fulfills it. There is something that fulfills it. It's spiritual. And I often have referred in the past to this this longing of being home, and that the only thing that we can do for the time being is to create our own little Chinatown, I call it, which is higher balance. But as a teacher to the student, when I say I'm going to take you home, that's really what I'm doing. I'm teaching you. I'm going to bring you home now from you're asleep. You've been in this world. You've been desperately wanting or knowing that there's something more out there but not being able to find it or put your finger on it. And here I'm going to take you home by revealing knowledge to you that's going to bring you out of your sleep. Well, when you come out of your sleep and you have a higher consciousness or consciousness that's evolving, that is returning home because you're returning home to your completeness, in my opinion. Do you understand? I'm going to take you now even higher, which means eventually to really take you to what I call the planes of, of, of light, per se, the true planes of light. Okay.
1: To keep in silence, I resigned. My f-
2: so in other words, you don't know what to make of it. I resigned means you just decided not to say anything, and you're just going to like try to make, what is this guy really saying to me? You know, what is this What does this mean? And so you resign not to say anything at all, and you're just kind of looking at him like, this guy's fucking crazy. Alright, good.
1: My friends would think I was a nut.
2: In other words, to believe this guy, to to if I if I do follow him and I do surrender, you know, you're thinking in your head, what are people gonna think? What is, what is everybody gonna think about me? You know? They're gonna think this guy's a nut, he is a nut, and and I'm a nut, and that's what it's kinda of referring to, which I think falls right in line to to how this all works. Good.
1: Turning water into wine.
2: Turning water into wine to me is a metaphor of saying, you know, like all these amazing things he claims to do or that he can do, or that I'm seeing him do these things. It's just like a metaphor to say of water to wine means it, it, there's something very mystical happening here.
1: Okay. Open doors would soon be shut.
2: And I often say that too. Like, if, if you're not ready, I've often say this from the very beginning it, it's an open door, it's a window of opportunity. You either can sense it and your navigator knows to, to go for it, or if you don't, then the door's going to be shut. And I've said that to students many, many, many times. That that I don't choose if the universe chooses it, and it, it will determine how long that window is going to be open and how long it's going to be shut, uh, or when it will be shut. It's it's a door. You know that door is open right now, and either you make some decisions right now, or I can't keep that door open forever. And and I've you know some of you guys have been around for a long time know I've said that to you guys in the beginning. Okay.
1: So I went from day to day, though my life was in a rut. Till I thought of what I'd say, which connection I should cut.
2: So stop there. So now that person's thinking about their meeting with me. They're thinking about their life. They're thinking about the things that I've taught them. Uh, that I've taught them that you know, if you're going to go on this path, you've got to cut off certain people because they're going to keep you in the dough. They're going to keep you in this state of mind. You're, you know, obviously at that point, I've taught you enough that you're learning, but you still haven't made that commitment to to the path that I'm offering. And so you're still struggling day to day, and you're still trying to make the decision and, and whether you're going to cut it, and if you do cut it, you're starting to see the truth of what I'm saying at the same time. Reread that part again.
1: So I went from day to day, though my life was in a rut, till I thought of what I'd say, which connection I should cut.
2: Okay. So it's basically, again, reflecting on your life. You, you can tell your life sucks. It's in a rut. It's just, You're realizing that you're not where you want to be, and what's being offered to you is amazing. It is incredible. And so, um, that's what that part is referring to, in my opinion. Go ahead.
1: I was feeling part of the scenery. I walked right out of the machinery.
2: So stop. So what does that mean? It means the teachings are sinking in. You're starting to awaken your navigator. The teachings from me are reaching you. And you're looking around and you're seeing the machinery. And the moment that you can recognize something as being machinery, it means that you've just separated from it. Now, you can fall back asleep and be in the machinery you see what I'm saying? But when you can, there's a point in every student when they look around and all of a sudden they see that everything is like a machine. It's, an, it's like a, an organism that's machine-like. It's just everything's functioning around them. It's the moment that your consciousness separates from that. Do you follow me? So go ahead.
1: My heart going boom, boom, boom.
2: So stop. It's going boom, boom, boom because you just realized you're seeing the machine now. Do you understand? You're, you're like, oh my God, oh my God, this is really happening. Like, wow, I'm so excited. It's, it's liberation. It's freedom. It's, it's the, the possibility that, that this longing in your heart for something you've been looking for your whole life, that you, you've just discovered it. And now you just had an awakening, which is part of the enlightenment cycle, where you're seeing the machine. And by seeing the machine, you separate from the machine. Go on.
1: Hey, he said, grab your things. I've come to take you home, back home.
2: And this is your teacher again saying, hey... You're catching on now. Come on now, you're going to learn from me. I'm going to teach you. Grab your things. Grab your. In other words, you need to put your your life behind you. You need to put what's keeping you in the dough behind you. The grab your things means grab your sensory, grab your 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 life, and you you now have to make a decision: either you choose this path and you're going to learn, or you're going to stay where you are. And that's it's like an, it's an ultimatum that's that is is a necessity in order for awakening. And that's what, what that part means to me. It's, it's like, okay, I've come to take you home. Grab your things. You need to you need to grab your mental faculties. You need to grab your life, your, your life that's, that's real, not your life that's fake. But go ahead.
1: Can you, can you uh, elaborate on on the first part? He says, grab your things. I've come to take you home. But this time he says, back home at the end of that part.
2: Because what do I say back home? Where do I always say it? You guys have come from this place. I've come back to find you. If you're a navigator... This is not your first visit. This is this is you're just asleep. So when I say take you back home, or when I would say take you back home, what I'm saying is, is, and I have said this, I'm reawakening. I'm teaching you what you know already. That's why it's like it just makes sense to you when I teach you. It's it's like this is like logic. It's like I knew it. Take you back home means to, to awaken you back to who you really are, and that's what that means to me.
1: When illusions spin a net, I'm never where I want to be. And liberty, she carewet. When I think that I am free.
2: Okay. Does everybody understand what that means? So read the first half.
1: When illusions spin a net, I'm never where I want to be. So stop.
2: So in other words, you 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 still will always fall into the dough. There's the illusion of life. You you go to work still. You still do everything, and then you again forget about your teacher. It's like it spins you back into to the to the thing. It like slowly sucks you back into the dough. And then you, you realize it. You have your moments of relapse, of of, of awakening. Okay. And then continue.
1: And liberty, she pirouette when I think that I am free.
2: What is the word para- to turn. The place. Yeah. Okay. So read again.
1: When illusions spin a net, I'm never where I want to be. Stop.
2: And... So you're never where you want to be. Where do you want to be? You want to be in, in, in mindfulness, right? You want to be in consciousness. But it's like saying you realize when you have your moments of consciousness that you're not, that you're spinning out of control. Read on.
1: And liberty, she paralleled.
2: stops. And liberty, meaning what? Justice, goodness, paralleled, spins you, okay?
1: When I think that I am free.
2: When you think that you're free. It spins you. So you, so you realize you think you're free, then you're not free. You think that you, you're having revelations now from, from your... Thoughts. You see, you're 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 out of the machine. You see the machine, then you forget that you're in the machine. You become part of the machine. It seduces you in a sense, and then you pirouette, you spin back out again, and you see that you're in the machine. But here was everything that that was good, and you think it's good, but then you realize it's it's not what you think it is. Do you understand? And that's what that's referring to. Good.
1: When I think that I'm free, watched by empty silhouettes.
2: So stop. So when you think that you're free, you're really in the machine. Watched by empty silhouettes means the machine, the red cells, the world function around you. That's the silhouettes that you're watching. Go ahead. That are watching you. Mm-hmm.
1: Who close their eyes but still can see.
2: Exactly. So when they say when close their eyes but they can still see, they're functioning. It doesn't mean that they're really awake. Do you see what I'm saying?
1: No one taught them etiquette. I will show another me.
2: So if no one taught them etiquette. I'll show them another me. In my opinion, no one really taught them how to 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 talk to feel to do the feels like to really you know how we always say we always look for kindred souls that's etiquette to me etiquette means recognizing another old soul and, and knowing how to talk there's a certain language between people there's no etiquette the, the, the red cells just kind of function it's like dealing with them day to day it's not dealing with somebody day to day that also has a spiritual kind of aspect of things do you see what i'm saying so go back a few words start over
1: Watched by empty silhouettes, who close their eyes but still can see. No one taught them etiquette. I will show another me.
2: So you will show a different you. Which you are you going to show? Are you going to show the red cell to them, or are you going to show the white cell? Which part of you are you going to bring out? Are you going to show the enlightened awakened part, or are you going to recess it to keep your friends and family thinking or feeling safe because it's too big of a change for them? So go on.
1: Today I don't need a replacement. I'll tell them what the smile on my face meant.
2: So in other words, you're gonna tell them I made a choice and this I'm I'm following my spiritual path. This is my spiritual path. Uh, this is my teacher. If you don't like my teacher, you don't agree with my teacher, I don't know what to tell you, but that's why I'm happy and I've I've accepted that happiness and that's what I've chose to do is is happiness is a choice. And so I'm not gonna to choose to be someone that I'm not not. I'm gonna to choose to be the person that I am, although this is the first time I'm letting you know that I've always Faked it. I've always chosen to be somebody else for the rest of you guys, because so I never thought you could really understand who I really am. Nor do I expect you to, so it doesn't matter anymore. And that's what that means to me. So reread back and then start over.
1: Today I don't need a replacement. I'll tell them what the smile on my face meant. My heart going boom, boom, boom.
2: And you're afraid, because you don't know what they're going to make, but you've made that decision. And you're excited. You're excited about your spiritual choice.
1: Hey, I said you can keep my things. They've come to take me home.
2: In other words, you can keep the, keep the, who you think I was. You can keep all that stuff. It's all trappings to keep me part of the dough or in the machine. Uh, I don't need any of that stuff. You can keep, keep my stuff. And uh, they've come to take me home. Meaning spiritually they could be a group from higher balance or the rest of the group that you meet who also are awakened. That's a whole part of it, taking it away. So I feel like that that's like part of the, the extended family from me. It's like enlightened beings all coming into your life to take you. So that's how I interpret it. It's amazing.
1: So Yeah, it all fits in the that's timeline. It's like he, almost everybody. Yeah. Peter Gabriel time stepped to write that song yeah. 20 years ago. I think everybody
2: else is gonna have their own personal interpretation of, of what it means, but what I feel is It's very universal the relationship you guys have. I can't really say what you guys are really thinking. I can only speculate what I've sensed and what I've known. Do you see what I'm saying? I mean, for you, what does that mean? What does it mean? What What I
0: I get as a more overriding kind of thing to it is it's hard to explain, but sort of like pandemonium and like like that stillness within the noise going on around you. You know.
2: Anybody else?
1: When I read it before you went into that, I, I kind of I felt the the same kind of message that was coming across that right. you, you went into detail in. It was it right. was amazing. It's just an amazing song. Um, the eagle came out of the night, which yeah. doesn't normally happen.
2: Right, right. It doesn't normally happen, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's a very good point. You know what I'm saying? It it is to say that it came out of the nothingness, like in your life, you don't expect for something like this to happen. You know, I mean it's it's like a mysterious happening. it's a very good point. And my heart it, was going boom boom boom. Yeah. Oh I think everybody's heart is going boom boom <laughs> boom when they first really meet me and i yeah. in, in my in my in that teacher state. I don't know if people who, who've meet me through the material can really say that they've had that kind of experience but in, in their own way. But I, I certainly know that the the, the beginning students all really kinda of met me on that kind of weird level. And uh, so it really kind of fits that way. Anybody else?
1: I just like how each segment is like just a bit deeper into kind of seeing yeah. the matrix for yeah. what it is, and he just he yeah. did an awesome job.
2: Yeah, I've always liked Peter Gabriel. He's very complex with his with his music. Um, he wrote a lot of uh, music too. Uh, there was one done on uh, Last Temptation, Last Temptation in Christ, which actually makes it look like the opposite of Christ. Like, like like he made a different decision. It was like all his thoughts. Had he made different thoughts while he was dying on the cross, he like relived his life making decisions that maybe wouldn't have led to his death and he did all the music for that which is pretty phenomenal but any other input i'm curious you guys having met me through the material more than meeting me originally in person if the song still m- relates well for you guys it definitely relates
1: well yeah. i think you explained it yeah. really, incredibly well That's yeah and would you say the same it's thing explained it very well when i first listened to all the modules and the foundation, I was really confused. I didn't know what to think. I first kind of put you aside for, for months, but there was something really weird about right. you, something really unusual. Yeah. That I've never ever heard before. And it was only until I actually did the meditation and had my experiences that I was like, Whoa, I have to, you know, take a step And then back. your heart
2: had to go boom 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 in a way boom, 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 when especially. you had your realizations of, of, mm-hmm. of like when that moment hits you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's how I all so. the lyrics definitely still hold true, even if you never met you in person.
2: Yeah, yeah. And and what
1: do you think? I um, mean, I remember, like, I mean, I, like, so I got the Vanilla Sky soundtrack, right? You know? I mean, like, and that's, uh, I think, like, it reintroduced that song into my life. And yeah, the right. first thing I thought about
2: was you. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, when I asked you to jump off the building,
1: draw a line, yeah, exactly. Just... <laughs> Play the song for me. Yeah. Oh. God. So we'll listen to it
2: again now that you guys are. are Now you'll notice that near the end you hear this like all these like kind of voices and weird things and I I refer to is it still recording it or I always refer to it as being um, like your mind is leaving like the, the, the the dough and that's the dough. And it's like all the people and all the, the machinery and you're, you're actually rising above it because you're being more aware of it. Instead of hearing a single person and you're in the machine, you kind of can see the whole conglomeration. And that's when you hear all this, the noise becomes just like noise. It's noise. It's just, it's nothing. It's all babble. It's all you guys just interaction with the same conversation, same thing, same blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, and so to me, it's like you're you're stepping out of that even though it sounds chaotic.
1: If you are interested in acquiring Eric Pepin's books, visit HigherBalanceBooks.com.
0: If you like this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and leave a positive review to help others like yourself find this knowledge.
1: If you would like to support this podcast, please visit our online store at HigherBalance.com. When I was young, I recall
0: sitting in the back seat, the family car as we drove somewheres, probably just to get away. I remember seeing the rivets of the back seat, the leather contour, the fabric and texture of the floor mat. I was small. I remember looking upward through the window, seeing the reflection of the glass of myself. Metal lining along the glass trim. I could only see the trees and the sky moving by. I thought I could touch it. So I did. Reaching my hand out the window to touch it, I felt it. I felt the air pushing and moving beneath my hand and the warmth of the sun on its back. I think it was at that moment I began to awaken. Knowing that sometimes when you want to find something, you don't always find it in the way that you think you're going to. You see, my hand, it moved against the wind, pushing, weaving, feeling it, touching it. and The sun Warming, soothing, healing. Somewhere in between. I flew. Higher balance. We think outside of the box. A new kind of spirituality, a new kind of meditation, a revolution in consciousness.